We want to thank our amazing sponsor, the Rope Drop Queen herself, Michelle McKnight. She's a destination specialist with touring plans and can help you plan an amazing vacation. Whether it's Disney, Universal, a cruise, or an all-inclusive, she can help you with booking, planning, and strategizing to help you have an incredible experience at a great rate. Contact her today at michelle at touringplans.com. Now, on to the show. Helping you navigate the Disney parks. With the hope that it will be a source of joy and inspiration to all the world. You're listening to Rope Drop Radio. Welcome to another Rope Drop Radio. Derek and Doug here live at Hollywood Studios, and we are inviting you to join us as we walk around Galaxy's Edge. We'll talk about what we like, dislike, uh, some changes, some ideas we might have. Uh, but first, Doug, you and I can both agree this is our favorite land in all of Walt Disney World. Absolutely. We're on Grand Avenue right now, about to enter the tunnel that transitions into what we know as Galaxy's Edge on Batu. And I love this tunnel. I, I mean, I'll never forget the first time walking through here and just coming in and seeing the other side and seeing the spires. It really does transform you. And the Imagineers did a phenomenal job of really taking you out of the element of being in a theme park and almost feeling like you're in a different planet. Although at 2.20 in the afternoon, it's nice and cool in the tunnel and it's full of people just sitting like they're lost. That's true. I think that that might be a first time I've seen that many people just hanging out in the tunnel. I've, I've seen it pretty bad before. So here we are. So on our left, we have the incredible Rise of the Resistance, which we'll be doing here as we end this little journey. Uh, and to our right, rocks. With strollers. Lots of strollers. That's the one thing that bugs me about this land. Is it's almost like they forgot about parents with little kids in strollers that's something i wish they would change find a way to hide it a little bit better they did a little bit better at, like in pandora and toy story land but yeah too many strollers just hanging around yeah they got rid of al's toy barn and put stroller parking there but it's still a hot mess of strollers we got the coca-cola droid to the right which is really well themed too and you get the cool little coke bottles that are in uh what are they called Thermal detonators. There you go. Good dug with the wind. But I just like how everything's themed. It's not. It doesn't look like a Coke. There's a droid. Uh, we have an A-wing to our right. Oh, we don't want to get in the way of pictures. We almost cut. No, we're, we're just kind of wandering around here. That's what the episode's all about, wandering around Galaxy's Edge, uh, hopefully not running into anyone while we record. And we're going to do a right-handed loop all the way around. So this next stretch is kind of dull to the right side. Uh, it's vegetation. In Disneyland, you would find the Rivers of America. And so at Disney World, we just get green space because, you know, got to keep it identical. That's true. Well, it saves on construction costs that way. But what I do love is when you do look to the left, you can see those spires way back in the distance. And it really does give that forced perspective of the land being much bigger than it is. And I don't know, somewhere back there is where the uh, resort's going to be. Yeah. This should be the stroller parking right here where we're walking right now. There's some umbrellas with some, you know, things to sit on, but make people have, we can park their stroller over here instead of right where it's like really fancy by Rise of the Resistance. There you go. First gripe of the episode. One thing we'd want to do better, and this comes from some of our listeners who, uh, when we're doing listener questions, want to know what we would do to make this land better. And if you travel with Doug at all, he does not hesitate to share with you anyways. Uh, we could almost just mic you up for a day and let people listen to all the inner Doug moments that you have with, hey, they should do it this way. Hey, we're already past our second Coca-Cola droid, although he's not operating. 
And I think this space right here is for another vendor and it's just empty. But we're about to walk under kind of an archway that on the right side is cast area. On the left side is Ronto Roasters. Um, we'll get there later. We're going to continue hanging right around here. And there's a bunch of speeders on display as we round the bend here. Yeah, I love the theming. And then usually uh, they have characters right now up above. They do not today, which is uh, a little bit of a bummer. But yeah, stormtroopers uh, hang out along with V. So you have to read the books to know who V is. Yeah, yeah. that's a good book. Um, Derek read it, Samantha read it. I have not because it will ruin a movie eventually. But I do like the little droids in there working on the speeders and... Yeah, it's neat. It's neat. Oh, and all the I love all the sound effects in the background. That is something they did a really good job. You can hear the speeders. You can hear people working. Hey, and what do you know? A third Coca-Cola. They really want you to drink Coke in that too. Yeah, and to our left is the entrance to the Droid Depot. The first entrance as you're coming the direction we are is the reserve time slot for Droid Depot. And then around the bend, you have some droids on display. Also to the right is the exit to Toy Story Land. But we have some droids on display, which are really cool. A good Instagram wall next to the entrance to Droid Depot um, with a little blue wording, and it's kind of a neat spot. Yeah, and as we kind of come into town center here, I really like when you look around, you can see that it, it, it doesn't look new. It looks old. It looks like it's been here for a while. You really feel uh, like they put a lot of thought into that. Um, and then just put all sorts of random technology, droids, and of course the sound effects. Uh, yeah, like these guys over here, uh, they're just more a droid ports. Yeah, more droids. So you know where the droid depot is. But I like how it's like busted droids, heads and yeah. stuff. And to the right is the refreshers. Uh, when the land first opened and you asked the cast member where the bathroom was, they're like, well, I don't know what that means. And it's because you didn't say refresher. Now we're coming through another archway on the left is Blue Milk. And to the right is Kylo Ren and two stormtroopers giving us the business. Yeah, that is something I do love is that they do have Kylo Ren, stormtroopers. It's kind of the uh, uh, dark side area over here, the first resistance area. But then, yeah, this Blue the Milk. first resistance what area. Order. Wow, that was bad. Uh, for the record, we got up at like five in the morning no, today. Our left at five. I was up at two like, thirty yeah, in the morning. I got up at like three fifteen. So. so real quick, blue milk, green milk review, Doug. Um, I'm hoping we can go the whole week without tasting it. I'm a little worried with Wes coming along that we may have to sample it. He's gonna at least buy one for us to drink, but it's it's okay. not good. If you really want one. There's a trash can right here to our left. I guarantee you there's plenty. Oh, that plenty. cast member has a tough job. They have to take out that trash can. And it's going to be filled with liquid every day. I was a weekend janitor for a while, and one thing I always said was never throw away a liquid that's not trash. Liquids are not trash. But at Disney World, there's sometimes you can't help it, like if you made the mistake of buying a green milk especially. Yeah, that, that line is nowhere near as full as they would like it to be no, for the it milk. Should be, uh, it should be a difficult thing to procure. Like, it should be that popular in yeah. Star Wars, but it's, it's not. It's 90 plus degrees out, and there's three people in line. A frozen blue milk should hit the spot, but nope. nope. Well, there's also the little uh, First Order gift shop that's just to the left of the stage there. We're going to continue along our way. Here yeah, we don't want Kylo Ren over here to no. see us with the Stormtroopers. Also, there's a ton of people taking pictures of him literally just standing there watching somebody stand there i mean and then we got this little hole in the wall that is more coke in case you didn't get enough coke so four coke stands already on this little journey that you've been taking with us all more popular than blue milk 
Yeah, actually, that's probably why they have. They would have more. You know, you said with that other vendor area. I bet that was a blue milk stand. Something and because yeah, envisioned, right? They had something planned there, or that popcorn that they tried selling us yeah. when it first opened. Also to the right now, we're heading towards Oga's, but there's my favorite staircase to take a nap on. Someone's occupying it. There's not much shade in Galaxy's Edge, so the shade is a premium. Like this family to our left, just under the underhang. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't even know that was a spot right there. At this time of day, you're not going to get a pretty picture of the landscape. I can tell you that, because there's just people sitting everywhere. But there's the interest of the one and only Oga's Canteen. We have an ADR there for later this week. Doug and I have been there many times. Uh, review, I love it. I think it's phenomenal. Uh, I enjoy it. The one thing I wish, I wish they had some more characters in there, some aliens or something, or people twice to tell a story. And twice, twice as big. big, that too. And right when you pass Ogos, you get the grand reveal of the Millennium Falcon. I think that's the best feature of the land is when that is revealed to you coming from this direction. It's kind of like when you first see the castle for the first time. It's... It, it has a big impact and they did it very well you kind of round the bin and boom there it is yeah it's phenomenal it's the entrance to millennium falcon smugglers run um and it's just it's so beautiful i think doug's got to take a picture of it real quick um and with that i will give my review it is a little tra a lot of people take pictures right here so most likely unless you rope drop it you're gonna have people in the background of your pictures also the line for millennium falcon smugglers run does wrap around in front of the falcon but overall, this is, uh, if you're riding with people you know, this is my favorite attraction uh, on Disney property, especially if you're with family and friends, or hopefully later this week, Doug, me, Wes, Alex, few others will be on it as well. Doug, where do you rank this attraction? Well, it depends on who I'm with. With my kids, it's number one potentially on property. Uh, say you and I get in line right now, wait the 45, 50 minutes, We'd both be engineers, and then it's a load of hot garbage. I agree. Yeah, if, it's if all it's in... your first time. If you haven't ever ridden it, being an engineer is not bad. But after you've done it with like your children, and you can make fun of them for how bad they fly, it's all downhill after that. So I agree completely. Yep. So it's one of the challenging things with this attraction. Oh, let's not get in the way of anyone's pictures. Let's, uh, let's continue up the steps which will lead us to Docking Base 7 here. We're trying to stay out of a picture again. Back up the steps. Yeah, Docking Base 7, the only quick service, really only the kind of real restaurant you can sit down and eat uh, in the land. I know you can get a Ronto, but uh, I like the food there. It's unique, it's different. Never much of a wait, I feel like, because I think it scares some of the children away. Yeah, the children's menu is lacking and I. Know, but it's They've changed the name so it's a little more obvious what you're getting. At first when it opened, a lot of people had trouble knowing like it was chicken, right? So it's good. It's a little pricier than some other equivalent things. So to our left is Doc Ondar's. Um, it's where you can get pre-built lightsabers, all kinds of real, as I would call them, super nerdy Disney stuff. And as you just pass that, it's the entrance to Savi's workshop, which is where you can ask about scrap metal and potentially build something. Which we have a whole episode about that. Alden actually got to do that. It's an incredible experience. Uh, that that and the droid is both worth uh, extra money. And I know, Doug, you've said they're both worth it in their own rights to be able to do at least once. Yeah, if you're a Star Wars fan at all, the lightsaber price tag is it's, it's an experience and it's a really fancy lightsaber. You can get way more expensive lightsabers online than $200. This one's pretty solid, so definitely worth checking out if it's within your budget and you're a Star Wars fan at all. 
for sure. All right, one of my favorite little areas. I don't know if we're going to be able to get in there with social distancing, but uh, Ronto's, man, those are uh, some pretty good little quick service dining. Yeah, we should have mobile ordered one just to get in. A lot of nice seating in the shade, and it butts up right against the shops, which in normal times works great. Now you got to stand in line to get in the shops. So the shops are to our right. Um, probably not going to get in there, but once again, kind of like Ogas, I wish the shops were bigger, like and a roof over the top of them. Right, Derek? Yeah, I love the theme. I think they look so Perfect. cool, and they look they look like uh, uh, some of the Star Wars films that we've seen. Kind of got that old new feel to them. But you're right; they just need more, especially if you want to make money. Double those in size. And and I remember at first they weren't putting any like new or old merchandise in there, like for any of the old films. Yeah, that's kind of slowly been going away because they know uh, you can definitely make some more money in the shop. In the first month or so, it was really only things like they wanted that you could buy in Star Wars. So you couldn't get a T-shirt that said Star Wars, right? But you could get a doll that a kid might have played with. That and then there was one little part of the hat Galaxy's Edge merch. Right now the line's not too bad. But I don't think you want us to stand in it and wait. No, but here's what I do love. We, we're at the... Uh, oh, they have a virtual... Virtual wait list. That's, wow, that's, that's new. New from spring break. That's great. Virtual wait list for the shops is a great idea. But the view from between the shops, there's a bathroom to the end of the shops here. And a great view of the spires. Yeah, and if you ever get to play any of the VR games, Doug, you'll get to see uh, the virtual reality side of all of them. But I really like uh, the theming and definitely uh, the, covers up all the land. And like I said earlier, you forget you're in a theme park. so it's, You forget you're in Florida until it rains on you. Or that's a bajillion degrees. I don't know, maybe it's this hot and bad too. It might be. I mean, I didn't read the books, maybe. So what are some things you would improve going forward? Would you add an attraction, add dining, add character experiences? What do you think uh, needs to be done? Well, sit down, table service, dining with a character is a no-brainer. I don't understand why that wasn't something to begin with. just blows my mind. That's the big thing they're missing. And a third attraction would be awesome, but I'm getting greedy now. Yeah, I think a third attraction, maybe a kid's attraction for sure. I just want to see more characters walking around. Like, I love that we sometimes will see Chewie and a Stormtrooper, but why can't there be some random Mandalorians walking around or anything, really? Yeah, I think they're about to totally give up on canon and timelines here. Totally. Yeah, they tried to force it so much in this one little space in the universe, and now with uh, the Disney Plus shows becoming so popular, uh, they're going to have to start getting Grogu and everyone in here. And all the Disney Plus series are set prior to the First Order and the third trilogy. And unfortunately, the two movies that were in production when this land was made was um, The Last Jedi. So that's basically what were modeled everything after. And then they took Solo, that movie, and like, how can we shoehorn this into this timeline? And they're like, oh, Hondo can go get some coaxium because Solo was a whole movie about coaxium. Yep, and here we are walking back to where we came from. We got the X-Wing, which I actually do love getting pictures in front of this guy. We might have to do that. Uh, not now, but we'll have to come back. A little bit of a line right now, but I do. Uh, I like some of the photo ops that they have I, to really make it look like you're in uh, Galaxy's Edge. I like that they've added a lot more photo pass photographers in different spots. Because in the first couple months of Galaxy's Edge, it was pretty limited on where the photo pass photographers are. Now they're 
many more, much more significant locations. So then we got a couple gift shop kiosks. Basically, as people are coming out of Rise of the Resistance, they could do a better job forcing you through them because you feel like you're part of the resistance when you get off. You got that 60 second high that they, they should be hitting you up to buy, buy like a patch to put on your shirt that says you're with the resistance. Absolutely. I don't know why they don't do that. You're right. You got that few seconds that you want to buy something. This I mean, stuff never really, like I even took my kids around here and they're just like, eh, okay. It's, it's got to be more forced on the exit. I think I could see some patches. I want to go see those patches. All right. We are walking to the kiosk now. It's okay because we're uh, right by Rise of the Resistance and that's where we get to go to. Also, shout out to Michelle who got us a boarding group while we were uh, on a flight here today. So uh, right now with the way boarding groups are done, um, you can get them pretty much anywhere as long as you have a park pass at, uh, well, 7 a.m. our time. Yeah, so we're going to go use it here in a minute. But checking out these patches, got some resistance ones, X-Wing one. You want to yeah. put that in your backpack? No, no, I'm good. I do like some of the gear. It's one of a kind. It's unique to the theme park. I just, I don't know. I never really need to buy it. Also, you look at the price tag, and it kind of makes you wish. Uh, yeah, this kiosk too too far from the exit of the ride for this kiosk to be effective. I agree. So there's another thing we would change is we'd move the kiosk uh, something right after the ride. But you don't want to overdo it like you do at uh, Pirates of the Caribbean and well, stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, that's too much. Winnie the Pooh is okay. Yeah. Right. You can choose to go further in or just get the minimum. Star Tours is a bit nuts because, one, I'm still trying not to puke on people, and that was just bananas in there. Just bananas. All right. Well, as we come back to Rise of the Resistance, wow, that was hard to say for a second. Let's talk about that real quick before we get on. Where are you at overall with Rise? Uh, it's still the best ride on property. Sometimes Smuggler's Run can be more fun, but that's like when you unlock Chewy mode with a group of your friends. But Rise is always the best. It's a little bit of everything all in one. Um, and I'm glad that they subbed in like Ray instead of V and other people that uh, are more noticeable, more recognizable. Like you get the big three from the new trilogy, actors wise. So I think that was important. Yeah, definitely. After experiencing it with my kids and seeing how they took with Ray and BB 8. Uh, definitely made it a lot better for me. I, I mean, it's always been, it's a great ride. It's phenomenal. I love it. Doug gives me a hard time. That's not number one. It's in the top two, three, dog. Uh, it's incredible. So uh, I just, I have some nostalgia wants on it. Yeah. Didn't you just switch it to your number one? I thought you bumped down Flight of Passage. No, Millennium Falcon Smuggler's Run, if I know everyone, is the best ride. There's, like when I did it with you in September, when I've done it with my kids, my wife, there's no ride better than Smuggler's Run yeah, on property. It was you and I and Alex, Michelle, and Kent, yeah. right? That was, yeah, when you do it with a whole group, it's fantastic. Everyone's yelling at each other. Yeah, that ride beats out Rise every time if you know everyone. Unless your friends suck, then I can't help you there. Then you yell at your friends and it's still fun. Because yeah. well, I mean, my like, kids got, like what, 7%? You know, if your friend's like, don't yell at me, I'm trying my best, that's no fun. So, all right, well, we are going to start walking over to Rise, but yeah, we want to just kind of take a walkthrough on our uh, live episode here in uh, Hollywood Studios. Overall, this is an incredible land. If you have not seen it, um, you need to book a trip. Absolutely, you need to book. If you're a Star Wars fan at all, I have friends who are like, I'm a Star Wars fan. I'm like, have you gone to Galaxy's Edge? They're like, no, this is your 
do it. Yeah, then you're not really a fan if you haven't been here yet. My favorite are the people that come, they say they're a Star Wars fan, and they go to the Magic Kingdom twice instead of Hollywood Studios at all. Like, you got to go to all the parks when you're here. And this land is why. You can't get this at the Magic Kingdom. Like, you just need to do more. That means you need to contact Michelle McKnight and book a trip with her. Her email will be in the show notes. But Doug and I, we were having a wonderful time. We just flew in. The travel has just begun for us. And uh, what a great way to start the trip by being able to do all Star Wars. So Star Tours and uh, now Rise of the Resistance. So uh, that is it. And if you have any questions about the land, please give us a message. Follow us on social media. And yeah, we're going to go back and have some fun. Use our boarding group. And from Derek and Doug, we will say may the force be with you.